Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, hope you're having an amazing day today. Today's episode is with Dave Satuli. Now, every now and then you come across someone that sort of has almost the same values you have in terms of diplomacy, in terms of cultural competency, in terms of advancing the world by building global leaders. And uh, that Dave was that guy for me because we came across in an interesting way. I had done a webinar for um, my speaker agency, and it just turned out that a bunch of people that attended the, the actual webinar were people that were in the cross-cultural communication world. And so he was pitched to me. And I, I looked at the work he does and it, it's amazing. You know, it, it's one of those type of things where if you're, if you're really interested in making a global impact and understanding people that are different from you, these are the type of programs that you should get involved in. You know, it's a nonprofit that basically creates platforms for volunteers to immerse themselves in different cultures ranging from, I believe, like a week to maybe up to a year or maybe even more. And so we talked about how to connect across cultures why it's important to connect across cultures and different ways that we can actually work within ourselves to become better global citizens. I hope you certainly enjoy it. It's something I feel like we need to develop in today's world, given the recent events and just the last few years, honestly, of how intolerance has risen. So I hope that this inspires you to act and I hope that you're able to reach out and even take on some of these trips. But as always, love you all and enjoy the episode. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. Welcome everybody to another episode of As Told by Nomads and today's guest is Dave Sintou. Now Dave is the founder and executive director of United Planet, an international nonprofit that connects volunteers who want to make a difference with communities in over 35 countries. United Planet volunteers have the opportunity to learn, to teach, to work, to engage and immerse themselves in a culture outside of their comfort zone. So this is, this is just like my favorite type of topic. And since 2001, United Planet volunteers have dedicated over 1 million hours to many areas, which include education, women's empowerment, health, and environmental sustainability. So welcome to the show, Dave. Thank you, Teo. It's great to be here with you. Pleasure is mine. You are doing things that I love to, uh, to talk about, to, to live, to breathe. So 
Please tell me how it got started. You know, what was young Dave like? And did you know that this was what you wanted to do? Well, that's a, a great question. I, I think it was a curvy path that kind of led me here. I, I think back to when I was pretty young in middle school and growing up during the Cold War. And at that time, there were so many issues, so much fear regarding the Soviet Union. And in many ways, a, a lot of that fear still exists. But based on all that, I, I was curious and I started studying Russian. And I went to a public school in Maryland. But we had the opportunity to go to the Soviet Union when I was 13 years old. So I decided to join that group. I was very fortunate to be able to go. And there was a, an interesting experience that, that happened there and, and afterwards that I think kind of planted the seed for United Planet in May. Um, I was with a group of people, but about seven of us uh, had the draw straws to go to the Bolshoi Theater in Moscow to see the Nutcracker. And I was one of the lucky ones to pick the right straw. And we went to the, to the ballet. It was the first ballet I had ever been to. And we were sitting way up on the seventh heaven, the top row of balconies, waiting wow. for the show to begin. And I felt this tap on my shoulder. And I turned around, and there was this older Russian woman there. And she had this look of, Fear, someone later said maybe it was even resentment, um, but this really concerned look on her face. And she said, are you American? I said, yes. And she said, why do you hate us so much? Why are you looking to destroy us? Um, why do you want nuclear war with us? And for a young 13-year-old who was a, a little bit more on the shy side, it was like getting a push you know, over, over the balcony. And as much as I tried to talk to her and convince her, you know, that's not the way we are. We really want peace just like you do. We need to build understanding among people. I'm not sure if she, she bought it. Uh, she didn't seem convinced. Funny thing is, I, I came back and it was next uh, season where uh, school semester, one of our teachers asked us to write a, a letter to the editor. And I wrote uh, this letter about that experience in, in Russia. And I mentioned, you know, if only we could try to build understanding among people. I explained a little bit about what happened. And the Baltimore Sun ended up publishing it. A few days later, I received this phone call. My father called me to the phone and said, someone's on the line for you. And there was this gentleman, and he said, who do you think you are? The Russians hate us. They're out to destroy us. How could you write something like that? Mm. And it was another kind of push. And I guess I, I felt like I was dangling in between these two worlds and and, and really thought that if, if we could just bring people together, if we could engage them in conversations together, allow them to spend time together, we could realize our, our common humanity and reach new levels of, of understanding 
And just as a young, you know, 13-year-old, it, it was quite an experience, and it really planted the seed. And I think it also inspired me the, to want to see as much of the world as, as I could. But looking back, um, after many different adventures and, and experiences after that, I think that initial experience had a big, big impact on me. Wow. And, and you could see after that, you could see no greater purpose in your life than to encourage people to step beyond their borders. Yes, it wasn't until many years later, after going to college and spending some time in Spain and after college, I was working for a while in business, uh, but I had this passion to see the world. So I left my job um, and traveled for a year on a shoestring budget. Um, with a backpack and tent and, and traveled to many different places, uh, ended up meeting this Japanese family uh, who invited me to live with them in Tokyo. And they had a son who was about my same age. And they said, well, here's an experience, uh, an opportunity for us to learn about your culture and vice versa. And it was this in incredible experience to be able to live with a, a Japanese family and kind of peer into another culture, um, I fell in love with the, the language and culture and ended up living in Japan for nine years. And, uh, you know, that gave me quite a, a different perspective of the world. And during that time, had a chance to travel. Uh, but all those experiences kind of led me to United Planet, uh, which we started about 17 years ago now. This is always fascinating to me because that's why I always like starting off with the, the background and, and the, the young version of, of all my guests because that experience with you in Russia, I guess at the time, was it, was it, was it called Soviet Union? Um, it was, it yeah, was. At the time. And Russia it, was just one of the republics. Yeah, yeah. And, and I can imagine how someone come up to you at the age of 13 and sort of just making a whole judgment on you based on you know, the climate at the time and, and the action of, I guess, the, you know, the, the presidents and the tension around the time, you know, you must have felt like, wait, me, what, how? And then the, 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 to hear the opposite from the American perspective, it seemed like, you know, a lot of the people in each country, you and her just wanted peace, but maybe the government's thought different, different, um, differently. And right. oftentimes we have, different climates like that. I grew up in the, you know, in the dictatorship feeling the same way where we have 250 tribes, at least in Nigeria. And a lot of the times when I was growing up in the two military dictatorships I grew up in, there were different cultures who thought, different tribes who thought different things. And there's a lot of tribalisms. And many times when we were just in school, all us kids wanted to do was just to be able to go to school without having to worry about curfew or a bomb or a gunshot or any of that. And I, and I often wondered, that was when my seed was planted, what if we could learn how to create a world where cultural competency was the norm and people really dared to step out of the comfort zone like you, like you normally say and really understand each other. And I, I do think that was the seed that was planted in you because it, it is ultimately what you do. You provide that opportunity today for people to, to create what you call relational diplomacy. And so uh, yeah. I'm, cur I'm curious as we dive into that, what you think relational diplomacy is or what your version of that is and why you sure. feel like it's so important in today's world. Sure, sure. Well, I, I just, just to 
talk about what you just mentioned, and I, I wholeheartedly believe in, in what you just said and the importance of, of really celebrating our, our differences and um, not looking at our differences as barriers, but something we should embrace and celebrate. Um, so I'm um, <laughs> fully on, on board. No, but I, talking, thank you. Yeah. yeah, talking about relational diplomacy, after coming back to the United States, I went on to graduate school at the Fletcher School of Law and Diplomacy at Tufts University, and I had the idea to start United Planet before enrolling there, but felt like I needed a little bit more academic training to understand some, some more facets of this kind of work. So I decided to enroll there and had the opportunity to study peace building. And at the time, went over to Cyprus, where they have a lot of issues between the, the Greek side and the Turkish side, right. and met with different peace builders on both sides of the dividing line. And at the time, uh, the dividing line, which is called the green line, after the color of the pen that the, the UN used to, to separate the countries, um, there was no physical access to each other. But these peace builders on both sides uh, we're trying to come up with some innovative solutions to bring people together. And they had, in the past, brought people together and they just kind of regurgitated the conflict. You know, throughout hundreds of years, your people did this to us, our people did this to you, and, and it just was this vicious circle. So what these peace builders wanted to do was set that aside, set aside the conflict, and focus on areas of commonality. You love sports, I love sports. You love poetry, I love poetry. You love dance, I love dance. And they created what they called these bi-communal groups, these, these groups uh, which shared common interests across the, the differences on both the Turkish and the Greek side. And they brought people together along the lines of what they had in common. And this was all through the internet at the time. And they were able to build relationships together. They were able to build a certain level of understanding um, through doing that, which they weren't able to do when they just went head on into the conflict. So after doing that, then they were able to, after forming those relationships, they were able to bring people together and tackle some of the tougher issues like you know, how can we bring our countries together? And they were able to organize uh, massive groups, which then started influencing the government on different policies and so forth. But it all started by trying to bring people together, one relationship at a time, around common interests. So when we developed this idea of relational diplomacy, uh, a lot of it was developed out of some of the incredible uh, good work that the peace builders in Cyprus were doing, and we wanted to learn from those lessons and figure out, well, when looking at United Planet, when looking at trying to build a more United Planet, which is what we're up to here, um, engaging in diverse initiatives to build a more United Planet, a world in which people understand, respect, and support one another, um, we tried to look for these commonalities among people that, that go beyond our differences. And so I can share a little bit more about that. Um, 
but that's the the kind of uh, premise behind the work that we're doing. No, I love it. it, it one of the reasons I connect with you is obviously I grew up as a son of a diplomat, and I, I you know, I, I did a speech on the art of diplomacy, uh, and it's you know, it's one of the the talks I normally give. And whenever I give the speech on the art of diplomacy, it's based on what I studied from you know my dad's job as a diplomat. And I always say, understand the differences around you and find the commonalities that exist within mm-hmm. them. And so it's so fascinating to, to just hear you say that because that is exactly what I, I saw my dad do, where you really have to understand what these things are and then look for those common ground. And so please expand on that because I think yes. it segues into the next question. We've been talking a lot about how, why it's important to be culturally competent and, and to understand different things. But I imagine some people in the audience are now listening. Okay, I get why it's important, but how can I make an impact? You know, we live in sure, areas, sure. So I just want to hear. So what what we tried to do, looking at that, well, what are the commonalities? And there's so many ways we can bring people together. And we're at United Planet. We're trying to take on a few of those. And in the future, who knows? We might be able to take on more. And and hopefully our work and and even our conversation and and our work that your work that you do will inspire others to kind of look for those ways of bringing people together. But at United Planet, we look at some of the global challenges that we face in the world um, around education, around health, around the environment. These are challenges that go beyond any of our borders that affect the whole planet. We're all in this together, and these challenges affect all of humanity and, and the planet that we've, we've inherited um, that we're a part of, um, and, and we have a responsibility to help um, sustain. Um, so we try to bring people together around these important global issues and encourage people to work together in partnership uh, to help address these issues. So that's one key area. And then the other is really this cross-cultural sharing that there's so much that really our cultural diversity is our greatest wealth in the world, that we have so much to learn from each other. I mean, I'm, I'm sure with so many different cultures in, in Nigeria, for example, so much there's so much cultural wisdom that's, that's been passed on throughout all the years. There is so much to learn. Even in one location, you, you could spend even a lifetime wouldn't be enough mm. trying to, to learn all we could about the diverse cultures within Nigeria right. and then expand that to the entire world. Um, I mean, even after nine years in Japan, I feel like I just touched the little tip of the iceberg. I'm glad for what I learned, but I realized that there was so much more to learn. And, you know, even after traveling to a variety of places around the world, I, I think you learn that the, the world is much bigger than. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Anything you could ever experience, and, and the culture is much deeper, but it's still a, an incredible and important um, thing to do to go out and try to understand and appreciate the diverse cultures of, of the world that exist not just beyond international borders, but that surround us and where we live. I mean, yeah. walk down the street and we're surrounded by different cultures. And instead of being blind to them, we, we should be embracing them and celebrating our, our common humanity. Oh, I love this so much. I mean, because I think we're so in sync here. Uh, so it sounds to me like you're saying you need to observe the different cultures around them, but also not, not only just observe, go beyond them and, and immerse yourself in them. So try and figure out, you know, what it is that make, makes them tick, understand, uh, and just exist in, in the community because you putting yourself in, in those uncomfortable, quote unquote, uncomfortable situations sort of gives you a perspective that you wouldn't be able to get otherwise um, if you don't, you know, if you don't immerse yourself. And it also right. sounds like you're encouraging open-mindedness where as you go into these cultures, you're, you're open to learning uh, that there's a different way to do something and not sort of going there with your own um, way or perspective, that ethnocentric view. I think absolutely, yeah. Well, I mean, we... I think as as a friend and colleague mentioned that that to go as a humble traveler mm. <laughs> no, matter, no matter where you go if if you're going down the street or going across the world um but we one of the other things we did here at United Planet was to um develop this model that we call the five pillars of global citizenship um so I, I could share a little bit about yeah, that. please, please. If, if you're interested. Yeah. Um, so we, we have a, an academic advisory group with um, various people that have studied leadership development, intercultural communications, uh, service learning, experiential education. And we, we ask them, we work together with them to try to develop this model. And there are five elements to it. And we have this acronym where we say, Global citizens are clued in. So clued means C, they connect. L, they lead. U, they understand. Mm. E, they engage. And D, they develop their own academic and career skills. And, you know, we're, we're trying to integrate those elements into the different programs that we have that give people an opportunity to connect, to lead, to engage, to understand and to develop um, some skills. And if we could help or, or uh, create those opportunities for people all over the world, I think it, it would enable people to be bridge builders and, and help us um, try to create a more united planet, and um, which, which ultimately would, would lead to a more peaceful, sustainable uh, world. Yeah. Yeah. And, and let's, let's, let's talk about how you do that. Cause you, what you do at United Planet, um, I love the clued in, by the way. I'm, I'm a sucker for acronyms, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you have, uh, you have short term and uh, long term uh, as well as group and corporate ways that people can work together. So for the short term is one to 12 weeks, they can volunteer abroad. Um, and that's in 12 countries. And then you could do the gap year, which is six month plus. Uh, that's in over 20 countries. And then you could also do the personalized group experience and um 
some of the project areas that you dive into are one, children education, two, environmental sustainability, and three, global health. I imagine we've just talked about the ways to connect across cultures. A lot of the people that take on these projects get to actually see those things real life and see how they are making an impact, but in the process, learn about the cultures that they're that, that they're trying to to work with, and then and that's a true cross cultural exchange, right? Absolutely. Uh, what we've tried to do here at United Planet, we have this big vision um, where we would like to develop local, online, and international programs. Um, you could kind of think of United Planet as as diverse initiatives to build a more united planet. And over our, our history, we've, we've been involved in different types of local and online programs. Um, it's the international programs that have really flourished um, and, and brought a lot of benefit to, to people. I, I think uh, both the, the local and online have, have also been extremely meaningful. And in, in the future, we're, we have plans to launch some, some very exciting new programs um, that will give access to a lot of people around the world um, to, to participate in the United Planet mission. But regarding the, the international experience, it's, it's hard to beat that experience of actually going to another country, immersing in to the community, having these authentic and genuine opportunities to connect and build relationships with the local people, have an opportunity to take part in different cultural activities and, and learn about different parts of the country while at the same time working with the local people on these important issues, working in partnership with different NGOs and organizations on the ground that are tackling these issues. And that's, that's a, just a very special opportunity because when you're, just a normal traveler. Sometimes it's hard to build those relationships. And I guess if I had to describe United Planet in one word, it would be relationships. We're trying to build a, a global community, a more United Planet, one relationship at a time. Mm -hmm. So that's a real emphasis of our international programs. We're trying to bring people together um, through working on important global issues, through sharing and learning about each other's cultures, um, and we have these programs, as you mentioned, from uh, one week to one year uh, in over uh, 25 different countries around the world, um, working with high schools, universities, companies, uh, groups, as well as individuals uh, of all different ages, from students to working professionals to, to older people, so it's, uh, we're, we're open to, to get everyone involved. And we, we also have the, the dream of United Planet is that we're a global organization. It's not a, an American NGO or, or French, but a, a global organization with people from different countries and cultures who are involved in the leadership um, and that the exchanges are multilateral. So we do have a United Planet Tanzania, for example, with an executive director there. So people from Tanzania might go to uh, South America, for example. Um, we have people from uh, different countries coming here to the United States, and they're volunteering with um, all sorts of different groups here in the United States. Um, so this is a, a kind of global exchange where people have the opportunity to, to learn and serve together. 
Yeah. No, this is this that I I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's it's like you're saying website, it's authentic, it's immersive and it's transformative. And I love the the my favorite thing that you said in the last few minutes was that it's not American, it's not this, it's not that. It's the sort of this cross-culture element. I think a lot of times when people deal with uh diversities, uh, one of the things that I I've heard, you know, I you know, I I run a diversity and inclusion firm and I, whenever I'm working with companies, a lot of times people think it's a US centric um approach. And, right. and and it's 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 great to hear that you, you know you sort of mix in both because um even if it's you know July um you know it's U.S. centric it sort of takes away from the other part and sort of unconsciously makes it seem like there's one culture that's better than the other um and so yeah right. it's, it's, right. it's great to hear that I, I really I really think it's we can have a dual allegiance we 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 can be um, proud of our our citizenship in our countries but you know we we can also feel a part of of a global community and and um it's not an an either or it's you know you you can have both you can be a, a proud member of your your local community your you know all, all of the different groups that you're a part of but you you can draw the circle much wider to include the whole world um and and you know have that viewpoint and, and feel a part of that group, and it's important. And when you do that, then you're you're connected to everyone. All right, love it, love it. So, how can people then get involved? How can people join you and enroll? Well, they can visit our website. They can give us a call. They can come visit. <laughs> they they can talk with others who have been involved. Unitedplanet.org is the uh, website, and we're have uh, arms wide open, uh, inviting people to get involved. And, and we feel that, you know, this, this mission is of, of building a more united planet, connecting people is, as you know, beyond any one of us, beyond any single, single organization, we, we have to work in partnership. Um, we, we have to coordinate together um, to achieve this mission. And I don't know, the challenges of the world seem to be, Growing more severe by the even by the day, and um, we we have to uh, take responsibility and work together to to steer the the future um, in a way that it's it's more sustainable, peaceful, and united. Love it. That's well said. I was uh and yeah, I was just I just about to ask you on what your thoughts are on today's world and uh, what you feel like we need, whether it's. Um, in the U.S., it's in Europe, it's in Africa, it's in Asia. Um, you know, as we close, yeah. I'm actually just curious as to what you think the actual problem is, because you, you you're well respected. Uh, you've been recognized by CNN and several other organizations. You've done the the work personally and professionally. So, and you've also studied diplomacy as well. So, what do you feel like is currently the problem that we are experiencing um, from here to North Korea to you know, South Africa. I, I really believe it's founded on relationships. That if we have respectful, trusting relationships, then we'll be able to work together. And if we work together with trust, trust and respect for each other, there's no challenge that, that we can't overcome. And and we can fulfill our, our global potential and take better care of the planet. Um, 
we're an integral part. We're, we're not here on the planet alone, and we, um, but we, we have a responsibility for given some of the, the changes that, that we've created on the planet as, as the human race, I, I think we have a responsibility uh, to care for the well-being of the planet and for each other. Love it. And it, it's, that's all founded in our relationships. And that's why I'm so passionate about United Planet because that's at the very heart of what we're trying to do. If, if, if we don't have partnerships and someone over in some place is, is trying to address the environment and someone else isn't, it's just not going to solve the problem. We all have to be in sync. We're, we're all interconnected, and we have to be in sync, and we have to have strong relationships and partnerships as a foundation for tackling the challenges that the world faces. Oh, yeah, yeah, relationships. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I couldn't agree more. I think relationships are they're a very undervalued thing that we do, but these relationships can be formed when we, when we interact, actually, when we try to understand the motives of the other person, and then when we seek to find the common ground, like, uh, like we were saying earlier. Once you, you do the effort to understand the differences, find the common ground, you build relationships because you know what the other person or the other party wants, and the other party knows what you want. And, um, yeah. It's a lesson of assumptions. I, yeah. I kind of look at it as trying to build a building and ignoring the foundation. <laughs> that the foundation of the building is the relationships that we have. And if we try to tackle some issues on the third floor, fifth floor, seventh floor, without investing in that foundation, that's not going to be a very strong building. No, and you I might agree. have a beautiful third, fourth, and fifth floor, but over time, <laughs> you're going to be in trouble if you're in that building. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's well said. That's and that, that's really what diplomacy is about, um, and that's that's what we need uh, to to teach and educate everyone from their all leaders to to kids today. So I'm really excited that. Um, uh, and 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 the, just the the other thing, it's like having a chain. You know, every link is is critical, and it has to be inclusive of of everyone. So if we're leaving any, every anyone out of the the chain. Then, then we won't have anything to support us. Um, so it's it's critical to yeah. uh, be inclusive and and embrace everyone as as being part of um, this this mission going forward. Love it. Well, you, you're well on your way, sir, to creating that platform, and I believe that um, you know I'm I don't I know that this is not the last conversation we'll have because um, I I think we're we're this is essentially our life's work. So hopefully. We, we're able to continue to uh, to well, find our global communities and uh, inspire. Them. I have the highest respect for the work you're doing, and I, I look you. forward to opportunities to see if if we can do more together and uh-huh. keep up on your your amazing work. Thank you. Same here. It's very very mutual, and uh, you know I'm, I'm always inspired by people who are able to to go on and build platforms based on, on personal experiences. So um, this this is this is this is fun. But I have to ask you this question before I leave, Dave. Sure. The mission statement of my podcast and everything I do is use your difference to make a difference. So, how do you use your difference to make a difference, Dave? Well, that's a great. <laughs> great point. It's, it's one of my favorite responses. I love. I love when it, there's the sigh and they're like, "Okay, 
I was, I was I just trying to buy myself a little more time. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's um, yeah, it's a very pensive question, but I, I I love I love that reaction because it does. It's it's really what I'm trying to get at with that question is I want people to really be introspective and think about what about them is going to make an impact in the world. So, yeah, I I think, and I'm I'm still. You look back at your life and you think. Oh, you know, these things that didn't go well, these failures, these mistakes, um, these challenges. But those are some of the things. And then these special experiences that we've all had, those are things that can add to our toolkit. Those are things that we can learn from. And any of the challenges that we've faced uh, make us stronger. Mm-hmm. And so, so I guess I, I would want to look back and look back at, at the, the tough times and say, well, these are the things that, that make us all different, but those are the things that also can make us strong. And we need that strength when we're looking at the future of, of the planet. And I just encourage everybody not to say, well, this problem's too big for us. Somebody else is going to deal with it. The government's going to deal with it or someone else is going to deal with it. That's not how it works. Everybody's got to take some responsibility and chip in. We all have a responsibility that can try to contribute and learn from each other. And I must say, not only is it just some kind of obligation, but it's it can be one of the most fulfilling things that you ever do in your life. So if you, you start going out and contributing, you're going to find um, a fulfillment that's that's beyond you know anything that you're going to find through you know monetary or or anything like that. So I just encourage you that the world needs your, your support and engagement and, and it's going to be a, an amazing journey and adventure and, and just encourage you to, to get involved. Yeah. Yeah. See, speaking to your community a little bit. <laughs> there you go. That was a great answer. And, and it's, you know, it's, if not us, then who, if not now, then when, um, right. that's, that's the call to action. So I love that. Well, we've been speaking to, Dave Santulli, the president and founder of United Planet. It's been a true pleasure. I want to thank you for spending time with us uh, and educating us on how to be uh, better global minds. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Tayo. It's been a great pleasure. Pleasure is mine. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.